What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. What's up guys? Welcome to episode number 118 of this podcast and This is I believe the first time that I've recorded and I'll be publishing uh, an episode on Friday generally it's an off for me you know I I try to uh, relax or procrastinate and uh, uh, sort of just waste time leisurely every Friday but uh, sadly because uh, tomorrow is a budget and therefore a trading uh, you know trading session tomorrow despite it being a Saturday um you know i i just had to upload and record the record and upload this episode so that's what i'm doing right now it's 20 minutes past 9 so it's not too late uh it's still much later than i'd have hoped but uh you know that's just how these things go anyway uh make sure you're listening to this episode and the rest of them at a speed you are comfortable at whether it's uh, you know the regular 1x or 1.5x or 2x or even higher <laughs> or even slower depending on what you prefer and uh, make sure you're following me or at least you're you're checking out my profile on twitter and instagram it's at markets with kr on twitter at indian markets with kr on instagram and uh, the reason is because i i tend to share you know some live updates of the markets on those platforms and uh, you know that's literally the only reason that's why it's it's fine even if you don't follow as long as you're just checking the profile and account that's fine and let us get into this episode now so today being the last trading session before the union budget of 2020 it was understandably very 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 choppy and uh, during the day like literally for the most part of the day you would have just seen a very narrow choppiness like you know you'd have seen some amount of choppiness but uh, you know the intensity of that and the range of the markets was not that much and uh, you know it was relatively slower very linear in its fashion but all hell broke loose in the last half an hour and uh, you know really all you need to do is just look at the 15 minute chart uh of nifty and i'm you know i'm going into the indices now i know uh but it really is that relevant so you can just look at the 15 minute chart of nifty and you'll understand what happened in those last uh 30 or so minutes and uh you know again it's the broad market index it, it sort of uh, captures the entire market spirits especially because stocks like reliance were also sort of tumbling at that time and in terms of the overall day you know an adr of 551 is to 1025 is still not good at all uh yesterday it was uh, it was 1 is to 3 today it's 1 is to 2 so you know it's it's improved but just marginally so so really does not really make that big of a difference uh especially because some of the underlying stocks the important ones at least were not doing particularly well especially if you look at you know stocks like tata motors and such which had reasonable you know results but still sort of faced a lot of resistance it seems 
So that's what we saw as far as some of the stocks are concerned. In terms of the volumes, these were actually some of the highest volumes that we've seen in recent times. And when I say recent times, I'm talking about like one, two weeks. I'm not talking about like three, four months. So these were the highest volumes. And it being a negative day, it, it sort of uh, puts extra pressure on that, uh, you know, on that sort of hypothesis that we had that the negative days end up having higher volumes nowadays. So that's what we saw today. And the FI data, uh, FIDI activity was very mixed. So we saw some being sellers, we saw some being, uh, you know, um, buyers. And just now, just a few minutes back, probably like less than half an hour back, my father just told me that there's been a net selling of around 5,000 crore by uh, these bigger players, FIs and DIs. I think it was just FIs, not too sure. But the bigger players nonetheless uh, sold around 5,000 crore net of um, you know of of selling net activity of selling in the markets which is also one of the reasons why we saw this and from the month's start to the month's end nifty the broad market index again it's not the indices segment but it is still the broad market index we have to respect it fell fell by around like 200 points or so uh, much more if you can catch the peak and then consider this as uh, sort of the bottom so that's what we saw uh, overall again the day was very choppy as i said and this the day's view was in fact more of a sort of overview till what we've seen till date and tomorrow i'm hoping with the new month and uh, with the final budget anticipatory moves and reactionary moves being taken care of i'm hoping that uh, things sort of continue and the new normal is formed uh, so we'll see what happens then Let's move to the indices now. Nifty today closed at 11,962. It's down, <coughs> sorry for that, it's down 73.7 points, which is like 0.61%. And uh, the odd thing is that it opened at 12,100, which is, you know, <laughs> very good. It made a high, like literally three points above. And the low was 11.945, so massive, massive range, uh, in my opinion. Bank Nifty, though, uh, which has typically been quite negative in the past, uh, you know, what we've seen, is up 186 points at 30,833, and it made a high um, just above 31,000, so clearly that was tested, uh, but looks like it did not hold which is fine, you know, it still has plenty of time to test those higher levels, especially because it's sort of shown that it's uh, it was the stronger one of the uh, lot. Now, interestingly, Nifty was down 0.61%, Bank Nifty is up 0.61%, so I just realized that it's pretty crazy, actually. Now, coming to the reason why I feel Bank Nifty was uh, in the green today, uh, one of the main reasons, I believe, was SBI Bank, because... It had a very, very strong result, and as a result, it was up 2.38%. I believe this number was around 3%, so plus 3% during the day. Uh, so it, it sort of possibly just fell a bit. Uh, but, you know, an impressive uh, result, and an impressive result day, result trading day for uh, SBI nonetheless. It, it possibly, uh, it along with Kotak Bank actually, are possibly two of the major stocks which helped pull 
uh, Bank Nifty up, especially because HDFC was down, ICIC was down, the usual stocks were down. As far as Nifty is concerned, 16 advances, 34 declines, and uh, yeah, I mean, very standard stuff with that also. Minus 4.99, Tata Motors did very, very poorly. So we'll have to see how that unfolds tomorrow. I mean, I personally, my opinions on Tata Motors, I've shared them so many times uh, that, I'll, that I'll not share them today because then it just ends up uh, dragging on this episode for a very, very long time. But uh, the main point that you need to take away from this and from this session and from this pretty much week, Nifty is below 12,000, right? And this is the first time it's closed below 12,000 in quite some time. It, and, you know, with that, it, it clearly does not set a positive tone for uh, this budget because clearly, you know, people were expecting, or at least I was expecting it to be a relatively positive uh, sort of move um this this pretty this pretty much this entire week in anticipation of a good budget uh, but looks like that is not going to be the case um and again how the budget is we will only get to know tomorrow but by the looks of it the market is not too optimistic on it uh, whether they remove stuff like you know um, ltcg and such and whether they remove std and all of those sort of predictions that were happening it really depends at this point uh, it really doesn't matter what we'll see is uh, you know what happens tomorrow and uh, you know there's another thing about that a lot of people including myself always say that you know nifty is at a very important support level right now which it is right now it, it really is at an important support level right now but whether to respect it or not is is really not uh, you know not something that matters here i spoke about this yesterday as well but because tomorrow is an important day i feel that i really need to repeat it uh, these these support and resistance levels are just indicative they are not going to uh, you know if if the general sentiment is negative these resistances and supports are not going to be rather supports not resistances if the sentiment is negative these supports are not going to be uh, you know stopping a completely negative sentiment they, they they might slow it down but as far as a complete stop is concerned it's probably not likely so depending on what the sentiment is again same thing works in the opposite direction as well if the sentiment is positive and it's got plenty of resistances which it also does then it's not necessary that those uh, resistances will hold on because again ultimately it's it's just the buying selling it's it's how much the market thinks uh, again, when I say the market, I mean the general population and the players, how much they feel a certain price or a certain security is worth. And based on that, the prices will be decided. You know, if if people are willing to pay more, it'll go up. If, if they are not willing to pay more, or if they think that current levels are also unsustainable, then it'll go down. So it really is as simple as that, in on paper at least, in theory, and rather in practice, it's, it's much harder. But... You know in theory on paper it really is that simple so do not get fooled by all of these supports and resistances it really doesn't matter especially because this week in general was very news dominated and it was very uh, sort of sentiment driven so you know this week has been a wild wild ride especially for me as you know someone who who's learning uh, and I'm, I'm assuming you guys are learning too so it's been a wild ride but do not expect a such a week to continue and do not expect that 
everything in general will be sort of perfectly narrowed down, nailed to the T as far as the technicals are concerned. This is at the end of the day, uh, you know, that some amount of it is going to be random. So you need to understand that. And the reason why I'm mentioning it here is because tomorrow the indices might be wild. And uh, for that, you need to understand that unless you have like an indicative range, that really is the only that really is the best way to go about it. Instead of saying that, you know, X uh, indicators saying that, you know, it's going to go up tomorrow. For example, RSI right now is at 40, right? For nifty spot 40 support has worked brilliantly in the past few times but there's a chance it doesn't work tomorrow so we need to be prepared we need to sort of adapt uh, as we go and that's that's pretty much it as far as the indices are concerned again not a lot of analysis uh, but just sort of some prep uh, prep talk not pep talk but a prep talk that's happening here and at the same time, I do feel that there is a chance that tomorrow might be flat as well, because in the past it's happened that high volatility, uh, high volatility days, high news expectations, and such have led to a relatively flat-ish day. So again, I do not rule out the possibility of that either, and neither should you, in my opinion. We'll be back with the levels for the day. Okay, so coming to the levels for Nifty and Bank Nifty. Uh, right now it's at 11,960 of course, uh, assuming that tomorrow it's able to hold that level. Uh, then we're looking at 12,020 being the first resistance. Again, a quick word of uh, sort of caution or notice. These levels are just what I'm seeing on the charts. And, uh, you know, additional levels are obviously going to be those psychological levels which are there at, uh, you know, uh, round numbers like 900 and 12,000 and such. Also, uh, some important levels have always been pivot points. So if you don't use pivot points or you know if you don't know what they are, uh, it's basically some basic, very simple math that's used on the previous day's range and the close and such. And uh, you get these price zones. So you know, it, ideally, you should be using them at least on the chart when you're looking at them. Uh, it does give you some context because, you know, in general, uh, the prices do tend to at least give some amount of respect to those zones. So I do recommend doing that as well, in addition to the levels that I speak about. Uh, so coming back, 12,020 is one. If it's able to breach that as well, uh, then we're looking at 12,060. And uh, if, there's, if there's a really nice euphoria going around, then we're looking at 12,080. And beyond 12,080, we've got 12,100 and such. In fact, we've got 12,120 after that. And uh, we've spoken about those levels in, in the previous episodes as well. So, you know, I'd rather just leave it to that. Uh, if you want further levels, you can literally just tweet at me or something and I'll reply. On the lower side, if it's unable to uh, sustain at 11,960, we're looking at 11,940 being the very first support level because it's an important zone on the daily chart. So uh, 938, 940, I'm hoping that it's able to hold on to that um, very, very well. Now, below that, it's got uh, 11,900 being the next level, and this sort of ties in very, very nicely with... Uh, it being that round number logic. The next level is 11,860, and the one after that is going to be 11,845. 
so those are the levels for nifty coming to bank nifty it's it's obviously moved up so from 30,800 if it's able to power through that level we're looking at 30,913 to be the first one uh, first hurdle if it's able to jump that and clear it we're looking at 30,980 to be the second one after that we're looking at 31,070 and after that 31,120 the final level that I've sort of uh, noted down is 31,220 so right from 833 to 220 that's around a 400 point move we should be covered on the lower side we're looking at 770 being the first level I think that was yesterday's close uh, so 770 is the very first one that we're looking at the next one is 650 so 30,650 is the next one 30,520 is the next one you know below that and after that 30,420 so 400 points plus minus uh, you know I've, I've got you covered again in addition to this make sure that you're looking at these charts and make sure that you're following pivot points because they can come in handy another important level is to just look at the previous highs and lows because they also tend to be respected quite a lot and that's it for the levels we'll move to the trades now I took limited trades today but perhaps that was also one trade rather I took like three trades today perhaps uh, you know I'd have been better off had I taken just two uh, but you will uh, understand why in a bit so the first trade that I took is more of an exit I exited my TCS future uh, because it hit its stop loss it, it was just not in the mood to play uh, at all and uh, you know oddly enough TCS has really not cooperated me uh, since like the past month or so I, I remember in December there was a pretty like pretty long one two week streak where it was just not cooper cooperating with me despite it giving beautiful uh, signals it was just going the unintended way so that's what, that's what I saw with TCS future the next trade that I took was TCS equity I attempted to repair the future uh, but I failed so that's that and the next trade that I took was nifty's future I shorted nifty's future uh, you know pretty much right before uh, it, it fell for a bit and then I exited it unfortunately I exited it uh, slightly early I do not regret it though it's it's a good decision I, I still stand by it uh, but I did end up exiting it early um, I, I probably like a 5% ROI or something on that uh, but satisfactory after that I ended up re-entering into the nifty future this time although it was a long position uh, again both those trades both those nifty future trades were 50 MA trades uh, one of them worked very very well it would have worked you know exceptionally well uh, but I just ended up exiting fairly quickly because I really wanted to cut my losses uh, you know early however uh, the long trade that I took the long nifty future ended up biting me in the rear because that was literally when or rather literally on the candle um, you know the last one of the last candles for the day which was just ended up free falling down um, several several points so uh, you know again hindsight it does make sense but hindsight is 2020 that's just how all of this works uh, it is what it is those were the trades for the day overall um, this day was negative this month has also been marginally negative for me 
but you know it's 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 just been a wild month because i've learned pretty much more than i've ever uh, learned so far like yet uh, in my journey with the stock market so that's a very good thing i feel and i'm sure that this will help me uh, you know not <laughs> not not remain in the red uh, pretty soon we'll move to the lessons now all right so my lesson for the day is related to trading in the markets uh, or rather in the type of markets that we have been seeing since the past few weeks and what i mean by that is extremely choppy ones uh, you know low volumes sometimes sometimes very high volumes and a lot of gaps and all of those things happening so today's lesson is completely related to that because it's something that i experienced today now in these past few episodes you might have heard me saying that uh, you know it's you really need to make sure that um, you are very firm and by that what i mean is if you have a certain view if you think that something will be going up then you need to stick to it of course it needs to be an informed view it can't just be you thinking, you know, you dreaming at night that, hey, Nifty is going to touch 13,000 tomorrow and that's how I'm going to buy a 13,000 call. That is not, uh, that is not like an informed view, of course. You, you need to make sure your analysis is on point. You need to make sure that that a similar analysis has uh, sort of been proven right in the past. And once that happens, you need to be firm and when you are that firm and when when you enter into trades during these type of markets there's a very good chance that things will just go against you uh, pretty instantaneously and this is something that's that's happened so many times uh, i literally can't count it on uh, my hands anymore so you know that happens and of course if you're new to this uh, like i am it immediately um, has an impact on your psychology it has an impact on your head because the first thing that you see after trading that trade is a three or a four digit minus number even if it's one lot or even if it's just a few uh, stocks a few shares of that particular stock and so on so that's normal that has happened to me and that that happens to a lot of people if you are into uh, day trading or swing trading and such now I've said in the past that it's very important to hold on to that even though it might seem uncomfortable. Now today uh, I experienced the wrong side of that and uh, that is you know I was I was extremely uncomfortable. Uh, when I say uncomfortable I don't mean like just you know sitting in a corner and crying. I mean I it, it was testing my limits and my limits as far as my risk tolerance goes it was testing my limits and that is why it was uncomfortable and if this has happened in the past you know shakeouts and such are so common the price will just go down like anything and then it'll shoot up so you know i continued holding and this is related to that nifty future that i was talking about just a few minutes ago so this is related to that and it was down it was going properly down and I held on to it, uh, of course, hoping that it'll it'll just shoot up because it had happened 
in you know it, it literally happened just a few candles before that one so i was hopeful and i was holding on to that it was just testing absolutely testing my limits of uh, you know risk tolerance and uh, it, it still ended up failing so the thing is when you have such uncomfortable positions when you have such uncomfortable trading days it is important that you need to you know a get your psychology in check b be prepared to you know face uncomfortable losses and be prepared to actually get out of that rut because right now when i'm recording this sure that loss is on my mind but it really is not something which will <clears throat> which will impact my trading day tomorrow and you know that is that's all part of the game because after all when you get into such uncomfortable trading days when you get into such uncomfortable trading positions you will uh, inevitably face an uncomfortable loss so that's all part of the game and the reason why i wanted to include this very aspect this very lesson even though it's not really uh, you know anything strategic or technical is because it's extremely important and because at the end of the day this this podcast is also sort of my log and it's it's like a record of my journey uh, on that day and this is quite possibly the most uh, you know profound thing in my opinion that's happened so i just wanted to note that and i wanted to record that and i wanted to share that because you know if you are getting started then there's a good chance that you'll also face something similar or there's a good chance you've already faced something similar and you will face something similar soon so uh, if that is the case or if that is going to be the case then it's good that you know that such things happen and you can sort of power through them so that's that's it from my side for this one i'm glad that i recorded this on a friday i might start doing it frequently let's see how it goes though uh, i ain't promising shit for now but uh, it is what it is that's it for this episode see you in tomorrow's uh, because it's going to be one hell of a trading day even if it's flat it's going to be extremely extremely interesting for me and um, i'm hoping that it's the same for you that's it for this episode. Happy trading tomorrow.